We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the Anora boys are in the building. It's hump day. Oh, man. Hump day without snowfall, bro. This is the first hump day without snowfall. This is crazy. I don't know what I'm doing myself. I guess I'll watch some basketball tonight some more. Man. Bro, I tell you. I try to tell well, that you. That Warriors about, game is tight. Yes. I try to tell you about the NHL. The NHL is just its amazing, bro. The Carolina game last night was ridiculous. Man, this is the best time of the year, man. The month of April, dude. The month of April is the best month of the year. You know that. You decided to have a son in the month of April. So that's right. You know that's that. right. Look, he got the one in there. Man. We're gonna get into Tyler Buckner and his options today. There are some reports out there. I don't know if they've been confirmed yet that uh he he's 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 taking a trip down to Tuscaloosa. He's taking a trip down to Tuscaloosa. I told you we had a better quarterback room in Tuscaloosa. You said something interesting. You you mentioned a school like Cal or Stanford. I think Illinois actually would be pretty good if you talk about going down. I'm telling you, we already got, we got the Nike swoosh with the 12 waiting on him, left. Late, <laughs> boy. Look, man, it'll be like Aaron Rodgers' press conference today. Yeah. He would own the pain. He would own the pain. Shambana would be his. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Hit the YouTube channel, man. Subscribe. The thumbs up, smash it. It helps with our views. Your comments. I'm going to talk about a couple of your comments from over the weekend in our last couple of shows that we found to be very interesting. We respond to all, man. And then CFB Nation. It's the home of the future of college football, the greatest content, rising draft of Ryan Roberts. Then you have CFB All-American. Of course, the Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Go to both of those spots. Search CFB Nation. We're right there. The audio edible each and every day. Home of the misguided passion. You already know, we spin it different.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before we hop into Tyler Buckner, uh, would you like to apologize? Apologize? Yeah, would you like to apologize? For what? For that foolishness about Zach Levine being better than Trey Young? You still want to down that hill by yourself? You still want to down that hill by yourself? Zach Levine is a decent player. You're going to be on that hill just like this. Freezing. I'm gonna give you Trey one chance. Nice. I'm gonna give you one chance to come off that hill, bro. But if they lose to Boston, then what? What are you talking about? It's not about losing. He doesn't have a squad. He doesn't have a squad. That's like saying if John Morant, John Morant wasn't about to beat the Lakers with the squad he has. Because <laughs> of Down LeBron James. Who on who is equivalent to LeBron James on Boston? If they had Brandon Clark and Steven Adams in the middle, the series would be totally different. Now you can say what you want to say. Yeah, LeBron said 20 and 20. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I've never seen a superstar beg for attention. Ever. Oh my gosh. All he's saying is in year 20, giving you 20 and 20. 
See, people, this is the thing. Like you point out, point out all the Trey Young stuff, right? Okay. He's been to the playoffs every year. Name me the superstar he's played with. See, this is what kills me. And this is why people, <laughs> this is why I don't even respect people's basketball, right? Because they want to look at numbers and he's small, he can't do this. But yet still, yeah. he keeps ending up in the playoffs. He's in the playoffs. Whether he is a four seed, five seed, different coach, don't matter. They change coaches, he's in what? He's in the playoffs. Oh, he's in the play-in. What does he do? He won two games to get in the playoffs last year. He's in the play-in. They were supposed to get spanked. He won that game. Went down to Miami. Banged on them. Like he said last night, I'm built for this. He's been built for it. He's been the best guard in his class since eighth grade. All the way up. Since eighth grade. Since eighth grade. Who, who's in his class? He's been the smallest. Who's in his class, though? I have to go back. He was at Oklahoma and... <laughs> Jay Carr says most bronze sexuals. <laughs> Talk about you. No, you're the only bronze sexual on here. That's just shit and sharp. That's just shit and sharp. Oh, okay. I was about to say... Yo, I just like to say, shout out to him. Shout out to somebody else that Malik tried to compare to Zach Levine. He tried to compare Zach Levine to Devin Booker as well. No, I didn't. Yeah, you Devin did. Booker's always been an all star. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Only I got the receipts. Young. I got the receipts on Twitter. Hold Only on. Young. I got the receipts on Twitter. I'm a Devin Booker fan, so okay. I'm just saying. Who said Trey was better than Luca? What are what are we are we making stuff up now? Yeah, I never said that. Like, what are we talking about? It's a reason why certain players come in and immediately make an impact, bro. Nobody right. thinks about Atlanta and basketball before Trey Young got there. Nobody. Nobody was thinking about that. Nobody. Luca was over in, we talking about eighth grade. Luca was in the internet. What are we talking? People try to, you see how people try to play silly? He was the best player in his class from eighth grade as he matriculated up. If Luca didn't play high school and grammar school basketball in the United States, because I know the people in this chat are smarter than this, dude. They just want to win arguments. That's how it be. I mean, just listen to what I said. He's been the best guard in his class. I'm about to look up his class. Absolutely. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, because I'm about to say something. I'm about to say something. Trey lost his best, his number two, last night, right? Okay. Right? DeJounte Murray was suspended. Did yeah. you hear? I just want to show you the difference between Trey and Zach Levine. Because Zach Levine would never <laughs> say this. He would never say this. Did you see what DeJounte Murray? Did you see what DeJounte Murray said? No. Trey said, said he walked into Walker to practice and told everybody, we going back for game six. And shoot around yesterday. Okay. Told everybody. 
We playing game six. He made a prediction. Zach Bean, he coughing, please. He never had that much confidence. <laughs> well, he's got to deal he with would it. never even try to say anything like that. This is my point, left. This is all I want to say. Oh. It's all, wait a minute. Oh, that's what, that's what they were saying. Hey, all I'm saying is um, it's a certain guard that was the spark to what Dallas did in the playoffs last year that's like with the Knicks right now. Did Luka make the playoffs? Trey Young's not better than Shy. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just asking you. Luka lost his second best player and couldn't get back to the playoffs. Is that correct? We talk about usage, points, all of that. We talk about all of that. Some cats. It is what it is. I just want to point out that, you know, show some love for the Chicago kid that was the true spark of Dallas's playoff run last year. That's right. That ended up in New York, and now Luca is at the crib. That's, that's all right. I'm. That's all I want to point out. That's all. That's just all. always want to throw Chicago some love. That's all. You know. So if you were listening to me, then you really would have understood that Luca didn't go to school in the states. So now we blame We blame the Kyrie. Wait, we blame the Kyrie for Luca now the whole season. Sean Gilchrist is better than Trey. We gotta admit that. Say it again. Sean Gilchrist, they in the same class. Dude, man. Shay so cold. Shay so cold, bro. He's from Canada. So I mean, if you're counting that. Let me ask you a question. This is hindsight. It's pure hindsight. Do you think Steve Barber regrets? Trading Shea for Paul George right now? Man, I I don't know because Paul George is a Hall of Famer. It was funny because I remember Doc Rivers was like, man, no. <laughs> no, don't trade him. Like he was like, no, trying to hold out. I mean, but for real though, I mean uh... – but they could have given – I mean, I, at the time, I understand. But at least even if Kawhi, as it was stated today, torn meniscus, was new, his knees have to be, like, without cartilage, period, right now, bro. Like, there's none left. So, at least you would have shade to go into the new building. The Intuit building is supposed to be – Open this 24-25 season. Yeah. So who do they who's the face to open the building? Mm. Who's the face? Man, that's gonna be very interesting, man. But I just want to show love to all the people that Malik said weren't better than Zach Levine. Zach Levine's a, a great player for Chicago. That's stop, stop, stop. <laughs> now you're trolling. Now you're trolling. Okay? You just pray for your calves. That's what you need to do. 
Pray for your calves. That's what you need to do. The calves are a superstar away. They need to get like a they need to trade. No, they got a superstar. They need Donovan's, to. What do you mean? You need one more piece. You're not going to win with just Donovan and Darius Garland. You need one more piece. Yeah, you need to give the ball to Evan Mobley more. That's what you need to do. Mm, he's not going to get you over the hump. All right. He's All a right. great, but that's what I'm saying. We just need one more piece. Like the like the Clippers got Kawhi, Paul George, Russell Westbrook's doing well for him. It's a good fit. Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, and one more person. Their coach is, is suspect because he continues to play offense with two non-shooters on the court. You can't do that. <laughs> You just can't do that. Not today's game. You can't do that. Not today's game. Defenses are too good. Tyler Buckner enters the transfer portal literally in the middle of our show yesterday. That's right. And according to reports, there are three schools that have come to the forefront. Alabama, Auburn, with Hugh Freeze. There were reports out there that Georgia might reach out, but I highly doubt that. And then the Cal Bears have reportedly reached out as well. In our conversation post-show yesterday, you said Tyler could probably go somewhere as cerebral as he is, like a Stanford, and kind of like Reed. Recharge Stanford football. I mean, I mean, I never said Tyler was cerebral. I mean, no, we're talking about he's a very intelligent kid. I'm not talking about cerebral quarterback. Oh no, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's I know a very that. intelligent. Yeah, kid. he's very smart, very smart. But um, I think you know, it being a good fan of history. I believe Tyler Shawan stay in a in a position of using that as leverage. I don't think where he is right now, he has leverage going into the Alabama room, even if Tommy knows him. Because I I'll push back on that just a little bit. But go I ahead. don't think he's running, or I don't think him as a standalone talent. With what he does well is better than Jalen Milrose. I don't think he's. I think he would be a better fit because Tommy knows him. But I don't think, from a competition standpoint, he's outshining guys that I think are very talented. I think they have a talented room. But that whole room is unproven in Alabama, even with uh, Tyler coming in, because it's about experience. So, and anything about the Auburn situation, I think he has a chance to be competitive. But it's just, I just think, just from the history of things, he would suit, in my opinion, in Illinois uh, of that stature. Because I just think hold on, man. What you mean that stature? Hey, hold on now. I think him being a big 10 quarterback is better 
for him than to be in the SEC. I don't think he's an SEC. I don't think his I, – you know what, Left? I, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's a tough cultural fit for him, in 100%. my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's I also true. believe that if it's not a Big Ten like an Illinois, which I think he'll be a great transition to, Cal will be a great fit, but he'll be in a class where, you know, they won't be at the same expectation as, as Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. which I think that would be really good for him. But the team, you know, would be really dependent on him. It'd be like him in high school again. Mm. So, you know, I do think it's interesting that uh, the types of schools he's getting, I just think that's more because of where he's coming from and not where I think the best success potential is. Like, yeah, he could go down to Alabama, but – I don't bank on him staying more healthy down there than at Notre Dame. Mm. Johnson Buffo, the motivational business banker. I'm sorry. <laughs> said, said, said UCLA makes sense in my opinion. It makes, in my opinion, it makes no sense. I, I would rather play my Dante more from the jump than to bring in Tyler Buckner. That's just my opinion. Yeah, Tyler's in an interesting spot. I think he should honestly stay. I think in this case, the well, hold on. We're gonna get let let's let's get to that whether or not Notre Dame is the best option. We'll get to that in a few minutes. But keep keep continue to expound upon why culturally, because you've gone through this, you know, the cultural difference of coming from Notre Dame and going to the SEC. Yeah, I think you know if you're not ready to play, or you're not, you know, striking as a phenom with it one or two years left. I just don't think Tyler's going to fit what that's going to require. I'm not saying that the man can't do it. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if the team's going to buy it for what isn't proven yet, like Notre Dame knows. I think Notre Dame has a better uh, excitement level of his potential than ever in Alabama or, or Auburn would. And I think for Tyler, being able to get his feet on the turf for longer than a couple games matters more than I need to be playing in the college football playoffs uh, day one with all these expectations that I can't even prove to myself yet. And it's a very humbling approach but I think it's the one that's going to give him the best result, and that's getting film. Because at this point, you almost at that red shirt junior, and you don't have enough film, even if you – because you can't stay healthy. So you know you have a higher success rate of being a starter with less uh, obstacle going to a cow going to an Illinois, you have a, a great chance of going, because you got to think you're going in the fall. So you need to go in there where they're like, yeah, we need you right now. Come in here, get chemistry, let's win some games. I think Illinois is great because they have a great coach. And for his, his style of play, I mean, they already run the ball. Tyler would be adding something that they don't have, which is a quarterback that can run around. 
Oh, you're on mute. A couple of people left made comments about me, you know, over on the message board, being excited and talking about I would name him the starter at Illinois yesterday. People don't understand, love. See, we get so spoiled in Notre Dame. <laughs> we get so spoiled at Notre Dame. And we sit and watch Tyler Buckner and complain. Go watch the full season of Tommy DeVito. <laughs> you go watch that Illinois defense from last year. That's about to put four to five kids in an NFL draft. Defensive coordinator got the head coach job in Illinois. We're one of the best running backs and offensive lines in the nation. Go watch a full season of Tommy DeVito and tell me you wouldn't take Tyler Buckner. See, this is what Notre Dame fans, they kill me sometimes. See, even their trash, they get so upset with their trash or what they deem to be trash that they fail to realize that they haven't seen what trash really is when it comes to college football. Go watch Iowa last year. Go watch their quarterback situation. Watch Tommy DeVito. Don't, I'm telling you. You you think you think you're stuck watching Tyler Buckner being frustrated? Man, please. Please, please. give me Tyler in a heartbeat. <laughs> give him to me in a heartbeat. And I, and I and I really do think it's safer for him if he can't stay healthy at Alabama. I mean at Notre Dame, he's definitely not staying healthy at no Alabama season. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I don't believe it. I wouldn't. I think the Big Ten will put him in a better position to be healthy because mm-hmm. most Big Ten schools don't play hero ball with their quarterback. Even Michigan doesn't do it. The only team that plays hero ball with their quarterback is Ohio State and Nebraska. Everybody else is like their quarterback. I wonder, I wonder if the Nebraska system is about to change in the Matt Rule. Just, just historically, what he likes to do. Right. Defense first. I mean, he had PJ Walker. I'm a big fan of PJ Walker. PJ Walker was phenomenal in that game against Notre Dame. Man, man, he was he, he was like Ev. He, he almost like, scared me. He almost scared me that night, left. I thought he might pull it off late. I knew that brother was nice the way he was throwing that ball. I said, okay. I was like, how did you end up on Temple? But P.J. Walker's I'm a big fan of. And, um, you know. Um, I think P.J. Walker's on the Bears now. I think he's the backup quarterback. Yep. For the Bears. We got to get him on the show, man. Oh, man. I'll definitely reach out. I'll definitely reach out. That'd be dope. He, he could definitely start over Justin Fields if it was a fair competition. Man. Bro. But um it'd be interesting, man. I'm telling you. I think uh Tyler Buckner is good to see him have a lot of options and be a hot free agent out there. It's Does crazy. He really that- have a lot though. Let's be honest. Does he really have a lot of options? Well, he doesn't have TCU anymore because the one guy committed. 
Right. What if Tyler got petty and went to Arizona State, bro? <laughs> they got so many quarterbacks over there. You're right. I mean, it's just a matter of uh... Tyler got petty and was like, "Yo, man, hey Drew, I'm coming to Arizona State, man." I, I can know. see Tyler. Uh, I don't know. His best bet is to probably stay. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Why is Notre Dame the best option for Tyler Buckley? I think through not having the enough experience on the field yet, I think you'll feel more unexperienced at a new environment mm. when the team doesn't know you as well, but expects you to be the awesome quarterback they heard from Notre Dame. Mm. I think transfers like a Jack Cone who's played a lot of Wisconsin can move to a different school and play well in a different system because he's been had enough reps on the field in general. When you're going like a Tyler Buckner into a different position in terms of school, and they still hitting you with that competition, you don't have enough game experience to pull you as a clear winner mm. going into game one because you just haven't played enough. No different than the people that you're around. Whereas Notre Dame, you're more locked in your to, into your position of being Sam's insurance, but also being on a team where you know you can operate. It's just a matter of health. The increase of health goes up on a new environment, new plays, more uncertainty. Yeah, you may have Tommy, but you got a whole new defense you're going against every day, whole new intensity in that SEC. Nick Saban ain't putting up with it, you know. But Nick Saban looking at it like you bringing in a guy who hasn't done more than, you know, all our guys combined. Yeah. You know, all our guys combined, he still hasn't convinced me of his time. But I do think it's a lot easier to go to sleep at night being like, okay, I know my position at Notre Dame for what it is right now. Mm. And who knows how the season goes, but if I go somewhere else and, I, if, and it's not a Cal standard and I try to go to these Alabamas and Auburns and big, big, big time college football playoff type teams, your, your uncertainty really rises. And I think that does that has to be considered at some point. So Tommy being at Alabama is an advantage going isn't an advantage going into that situation? I don't think so. I don't think it's an advantage for Tommy to go down there because Tyler's gonna be around stuff that one he's not used to, even though it it's probably a good system that you can get adjusted to, but at the same time, Nick Saban's looking at this like, I'm trusting my program with two guys from Notre Dame that couldn't get on the same page as Notre Dame. They coming over here, like, I got a whole system of things, how they ran. Now, I feel like because it's Alabama, they'll 
to have some type of figuring it out, but Nick Saban doesn't know the, the potential ceiling of where Tyler Buckner can be, and neither does Tommy. I think Tommy has an understanding of what he can do, but if we're looking at what Tommy has done with Tyler Buckner, we've seen him give him the most carries on the team in a limited time and get hurt. We've seen him throw, <laughs> throw three picks and three touchdowns. You see him put the ball in harm's way. He's a risk taker with Tommy. Um, and he gets hurt when he when Tommy's coaching him. And he carries the ball the most when Tommy's coaching him. So these are things we've seen of the relationship of the two where at one point Tommy was controlling the recruitment around what he feels is better. And I think it's interesting. It'd be different if it was – Tommy and Jack Cohn going to Alabama. But this is a guy, Tommy, who had the option to play Tyler Buckner twice and didn't. Got to transfer both times. So what is he going down in Alabama for? To do what? Tommy didn't believe any man know the name enough. Both times. So, I don't know. Oh, he got two one-year transfer guys over Tyler Buckner. So, if you keep getting one-year transfer guys over a guy that you say, how are you going to develop it during that time to be a starter? If you're getting quick fixes, quick fixes, quick fixes, when are you going to be like, okay, Tyler, you can be Ian Book? He never had a chance under Tommy. How did Tyler Buckner have a chance like to be an Ian Book under Tommy? When Tommy went out and got Jack home, and then him and Marcus told him before the next season that he's getting another dude over. So if I'm Tyler, why would I go to Alabama? If it's Tommy, I'm going to. You know, if Tommy's the reason why it's open, I'm like, Tommy, look how you did me over here. So, in my opinion, Alabama wouldn't be reasonable. Plus, it's like Nick Saban has a lot of control, in my opinion, too. Oh, so, <laughs> that's, he, that's putting so it mildly. Nick Saban is like, I want Jalen Milrose. Or I want the other kid. Hey man, Jalen Milrose did not look good last year in the, the limited time that he played. Um, played a little wide receiver in the offseason. So, yeah, I mean, if, if Tyler Buckner is Alabama's best option at quarterback, it only proves that I was right that we have the best quarterback room in the country. Look, you talk bells and whistles. The one thing Nick Saban is not going to put up with are the turnovers. That, that Nick, Saban, Nick Saban would take a no-name quarterback <laughs> that would not turn the ball over before he'll go get a multi-talented kid that turns the ball over. Yeah, he's just he's just more talented that would do the same thing the young guys are probably doing. 
Because when has Tyler Buckner not turned it over? That's what my my question. If I'm Nick Saban and Tommy Reese, I'm like, so Tommy comes in and says, "Look, yo, I've been hearing great things about Tyler this spring. He's been balling. We should bring him in." And Nick Saban is like, "This is his first spring. He's made it through healthy. Can't make it through the regular season healthy, and he hasn't proven." To and to not make a turnover decisions constantly. I mean, he's got more pick sixes than games started. Than games started, he has more pick sixes. And that's not to count the other just turnovers, fumbles, and interceptions. Yeah. So. I'm like Tommy. What what have you seen? Cause you know him. I mean, from a decision making standpoint, it ain't looking too good. Even in the spring game, he threw a pick. <laughs> I forgot he threw a, he threw a pick in the spring game. He threw the one to Jaden Mickey, right? Yeah. So this man has thrown pick sixes in every appearance. And if it hasn't been a pick six, it's been some sort of pick every single time. And he's every still better. He's still better than Tommy DeVito. That's all I'm saying. He's still, still. I've watched the full season of some bad quarterback play. Oh man! But I mean, I don't know, man. He should go to Illinois because now that I'm thinking about it. Stop that's teasing me, man. Don't tease me like that. But that's not, I don't know if that's teasing, but that's pretty bad, though. He has thrown a pick six in every appearance he's been. At least a pick. He threw a pick in this last spring game, threw two, a pick six in the, the, the Gator Bowl, and then had it like two other turnovers. Fumbled against Virginia Tech, threw a couple pick sixes against Marshall. Got was it got hurt again? What, he threw a pick against Ohio State or something like that. Man, so what? Woo. So Marcus Freeman's like treating it like the Lamar situation. Go out there and see you get your hunt, your two hundred million. If not, come back and sign for this one thirty five and let's move on. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> go out there and see if somebody gonna start you. If not, come on back, meet his backup, our package delivery guy, when Sam Hartman get hurt or something. And then next year we can try again, you know. That's you know what? As much as I would say come back and next year you can try again, <sighs> mention and car going to be on his butt. I mean, but that, at that point it's over. It's like. I mean, you might as well go be humble and, and try to go to, you know, La Jolla State. Hey, this is funny. Noble Wops TD is considering Illinois because they have a Jamba Juice. Hey, which is true, by the way. Which is oh, true. it's true? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's actually true. I did not know Yo. that. Yeah, that's, see, his lines up. You know, the stars are aligned. He uh he recruited himself. He probably 
was uh, telling us something cryptic by drinking that mango pineapple smoothie during his press conference. Oh That's man! If he's going to Illinois, man, lucky lefty podcast. <laughs> so, huh? What other questions remain at Notre Dame? And is there a quarterback playing college football that would go number one overall in this year's draft? We'll talk about it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. You already know. We spend it different.